The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. Welcome everyone to a very special edition of Tales from the Collectiverse. Not only are we in season four, episode two, but we are recording this on Leap Day. So we got a full extra day to record Tales from the Collectiverse. I am Snowhawk Cosplay, Ed Campbell, and with me is... Ryan Parent. How you doing, Ed? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Doing good. I'm doing good. Well, as we said, this is a very special edition because this is the Leap Year edition. This is the only time we're probably ever going to have it on on leap year uh but also i'm on the road this week so we are doing this virtually this is the first time that you and i have done a virtual recording of tales from collectors yes so i'm hoping this works out fine it'll still be uh we are, well we're using cameras so we can still see each other yeah yeah but no, nobody else will see unless i decide to do something with this well <laughs> you know we've we've tried doing the uh before like doing the broadcast live to our Tales from Collectorverse Instagram page. We've done yep. that before. Uh, uh, you know, a live, live broadcast in the in the bunker as we get live reactions from from our millions and millions of the Tales from Collectorverse fans. Uh, you and I were talking about wrestling before we got into this recording. <laughs> a little bit of wrestling still kind of creeping out here. But uh, how has your week been? Uh, my week's been okay. It's been a week. It's been a month. For being a short month, it was been a long month. You're missing out on the wonderful snowstorms we've had the last couple of days up here north of the border. Oh, I'm not missing it. I'm down in the sunny Atlanta. Yesterday it was 80 <laughs> degrees and it dropped to 50 within 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Well, we kind of had that happen here um, yesterday. Uh, it was like a good 10 degrees in the morning and then it dropped by like just a little afternoon. It was into the minuses and snowing and blowing and... There was trees down in town. There was icy road conditions. Actually, I think it might have been worse up in your, your, you know, by the farm than it was here in town. But oh well, it's Barry. Well, it's winter. Well, in the the way you want to look at it too, it's Barry. It's winter. It's that dang ra- groundhog said that we were going to have winter, and uh, you know it was kind of deceiving because right after Groundhog Day, you know she's. 70 or 80 degrees, depending on what side of the border you're on, because yeah. I was down in Ohio and it was 70 degrees and sunny and come home and, you know, 10 or 12 degrees and nice and warm Celsius. But, uh, oh, well, this is uh, going out like a lion or whatever the saying is. Oh, it's in like a lion, out like a lamb. Isn't it from March, though? Or isn't it the other way? Isn't it like? Well, it's one way or the other. If it, I think it's is it March. If it comes in like a lion, it goes out like a lamb, vice versa. 
I don't know what the lambs or the lions are doing, but I just know the zookeeper is going to get in trouble if it winds up on the news. Anyways, go. speaking about news and fun stuff, and let's get back into our Collectorverse. Yep, yep. Uh, as we start every episode every month, how about six figures this month? Ooh, I actually got some toys this month. Unlike last month, I bought stuff. I had zero toys <laughs> until I got down here. And if you checked out our Instagram, you would have saw uh, not a live recording, but a live reaction because I recorded it to tape or, you know, whatever they call it now and uploaded it. But uh, yeah, all my Big Bad Toy Store stuff shipped here, which, man, it's so much easier shipping to the office. I've saved so much money. Oh, man. And when you get $4 flat rate shipping and all you got to do is just pay Georgia state tax. Yeah. Like it, it works out. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm really like right there. I saved myself like 150 bucks. By yeah. Shipping everything. So, oh yeah. Well, Oh, so just to, before we get into it, um, there was that Hasbro live stream today. So, you know, you go on there, you look around and I was looking at things. Did you know Hasbro is doing free international shipping now? Free international? Yeah. Must be over a certain dollar amount because I pre-ordered one of the Hasbro Pulse exclusives and they were only going to charge me $6.99 for shipping. I wonder because uh, Brent was telling me, he said that it that a friend of his that also collects, like a guy he knows that he used to work with, told him and he went on there and I guess he saw on there that it was yeah, free shipping. So maybe it's after a certain amount. Yeah, maybe it's 100 uh, bucks or something like that and get free shipping, which is... Which is good. I, you know, I bought enough from Pulse, even just single, like even just single classifieds. Yeah. By the time I get shipping and exchange, classified worked out to be about 44 bucks. Yeah. Which when you compare that to what Toys R Us or Walmart were charging, it's not that bad. Like it, it was within a couple bucks. It also means I don't have to go and stop at the store. I don't have to go and check the toy aisles. I don't have to fight with the poachers. I don't have to suffer the wrath of toy swapping douchebags by yep. getting something that has the wrong pieces in it. Yep. It's like, you know, secure, I get it direct. And usually it's like two days. Once it's available from Pulse, like two days later, I have it. Nice. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he was going through a list of things and saying, oh, there's still... Snow jobs are still available. Oh, they still have trouble bubbles. And I'm just like, the whole, I'm at work. I'm like, part of me is like, stop texting me this. Stop yeah. tempting me, Brent. And then I told him, well, if you order a snow job and it's free shipping, add one for me and I'll piggyback on your shipment. <laughs> yeah. You only, like, you only think sometimes you get caught with the customs and duty, but yeah. other times I've got the stuff out of Hasbro Pulse and there's been no customs or duty. Yeah, it's, it's almost like whose desk does it come across this day? Yeah. But uh, All right. do you, so shall I go first or do you want to go first? Um, I can go first. Go for yeah. it. I've kind of already uh, uh, let it known whatever what I got this month, anyways. So if you checked out our Instagram reel, you already know. So here's a quick rundown. Uh, I was able to find the Amazon exclusive G.I. Joe classified Cobra Eel. Nice. Um, that one was actually, I was kind of scared from it because it was by a Amazon reseller. 
Okay. Yes, I remember you said that. So I was very scared that I was going to get like a big box of dog turds. Mm. But uh, it actually worked out. It was it was the Amazon exclusive classified eel. The price came to 68 bucks. So not that bad in consideration because that's the only place you can get it. I missed out on the original order. Now, that being said, I know it's going to come up on the news, but all you people going saying, hey, you jerk, you end up getting a cobra eel. Well, you just wait. He's coming back as a retro-carded version. Yeah. Now, they did say in the live stream uh, that you were watching today that I kind of watched the recap uh, that the cobra eel will have a few little tweaks and changes compared to the original, but at least if you are looking for eels, you have a chance to get one. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll end up getting one of those. Uh, staying with G.I. Joe, wave three of the G.I. Joe Ultimates from Super 7 showed up, which they were the Cobra Trooper, Storm Shadow, Doc, and Scarlet. Storm Shadow and Doc both look really nice. Yeah. I just love how Doc is getting so much love right now. Yeah. Just gets a Super 7 figure today on the live stream, which you know, we'll talk later, but a, another ver a classified version of Doc. Uh, so if you kind of want that classic cartoon-looking Doc, pick up the Ultimates. If you want a modern version of Doc, pick up the classified. It's just very cool that Doc is coming back. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive for G.I. Joe years ago, there was an exclusive Doc for the uh, 25th anniversary line. Oh, nice. That was a really cool figure. And then during... Uh, Rise of Cobra, they had a Toys R Us had an exclusive Doc as well, and it was Arctic Missions Doc. Oh, okay. And I, I've always thought Doc was very cool. I always liked him as a character. Yeah. Um, also in the cartoon, like you know, like he just the the voice actor just played him like really cool, like like very uh, like authoritative and you know like you know like I guess a doctor you're supposed to listen to him. You're supposed to listen to it. Yeah. That's good air quotes. Yes. Um, Storm Shadow came with tons of accessories, multiple heads. Same with Scarlet. Um, so really, Wave 3, I haven't taken them out of the package yet, but like Wave 3 of the Ultimates Wave, I'm having zero regrets going in all, all in on these because I love the G.I. Joe cartoon. It's, yep. Um, actually, what I do a lot of times when I'm on the road if you go to the Hasbro Pulse channel, they have 24-7 live broadcasts of G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. And a lot of times I'll just put it on for noise in the hotel room. Yeah. And uh, I never get tired of watching the cartoon. I've seen the cartoon like constantly for 30 well, years. So you've had it on DVD for how many years now? Oh, I've had it on DVD since. It, every version that's ever come out on DVD I've bought, yeah. except for... Um, the one Shout Factory, I didn't buy them, but I bought the complete Foot Locker. Yeah. Um, but no, it's um, no GI uh, Joe. They go go pick up the Ultimates if you're into GI Joe. Like it is really cool. The amount of details, I just love that they have these little tiny Easter eggs that you can notice in the in the in the cartoon. Like just the little things that, like why why would that ever show up in a figure well because yeah, they're like episode specific items yeah yeah like super deep fan service uh, okay so switching on uh switching on to others cool 80s things big bad toy store they had a clearance deal 
on some Cobra Kai figures. So I ended up picking up an Eagle Fang Karate Johnny Lawrence uh, Diamond Select figure. Or not not Diamond Select, Diamond Distributing figure. Yeah. Uh, Ten bucks. Nice. Did you see that there's a Cobra Kai Power Rangers line of figures? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I saw those at Toys R Us one day, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, they're all in clearance, because there's yeah. a... There's a pink ranger, or they're all like the ninja rangers. So it's a pink ninja ranger, Sam, and then uh, Danny, uh, Daniel LaRusso, and then uh, Joy, uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence. And yeah. then I think you can, I think they also got like the putties or something like that. I think, I think they call them skullettis or something. <laughs> oh, do they have the skull? Yeah, they have the skulls. So the Halloween skull costume. Um, so I picked, picked him up. I just, you know, such a good deal. And I could actually add it to my pile of loot. Usually with big bad toy store, some of that clearance stuff, you have to pay for shipping alone. Yeah. But yeah, I could throw in my pile of loot and I was already shipping stuff here. Uh, also to round out my pile of loot and staying with cool eighties looking stuff and eighties cartoons, I get the masters universe origin Skeletor. The filmation version. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's very yeah. different. Well, but not in a bad way. Like it looks like the cartoon, but yeah, like, it looks like the cartoon it doesn't have that sunken skull under the hood. It's more sticking out. Yeah. So it gives them the, uh, you know, pretty much the same body as the original Skeletor, but gives them sort of the animated looking head. Um, I noticed uh, when I was packing everything uh, that I didn't notice during the the the, the, the unboxing video. Uh, the Havoc staff is different, so it's like it updated the Havoc staff. comes with the power masks from, I think that was way back in like season one. It was like these clay super uh, like power masks. Uh, so it's kind of cool that way that they give like some Easter eggs. I'm, I canceled the rest of the line. Like there was Beastman. And, um, oh, who else was there? Men at Arms and Tila. And- yeah. So I canceled all of them and. Now kind of going back, it's like, eh, I, they might be worth getting into just because <laughs> they, you know, like, okay, yeah, the original Masters Universe Origins looks like the toys from the 80s, but, you know, like, the toys from the 80s didn't look like a cartoon, so it's kind of cool that these ones look like the cartoon. <laughs> uh, staying with Masters Universe, I also got the, the next wave of Masterverse, which was... New Eternia version of Mechanek, New Eternia version of Triclops, Revolution, Battle Armor He-Man, and Revolution King Keldor. Nice. The uh, the packaging is really cool in the new figures. Uh, you know, so if you were a in-package collector, you still get a little bit of a window box and you get more art on the outside of the box compared to the original Masters. Yeah, I like the I like the new packaging. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, I was keeping all the packaging at one time, and I had a little bit of extra water in my basement. And oh, no. Got wet, so I'm like, no, let's declutter and get rid of all the packaging, extra packaging material. Yeah. Well, speaking about the packaging material, you're going to throw out. What new figures did you get this month? Oh, I actually still have one of your figures here for you. 
Well, that would be next month because I don't have it yet. I know. So I'm just teasing. Uh, what did I get? I got, look at, look at my list. I actually got stuff this month. Not, not a lot. So since our last episode, uh, my birthday passed. So my brother got me a gift. He got me the Grail Knight from the uh, Indiana Jones uh, line. Oh, that's cool. The one from the, yeah, the, from the Last Crusade. So it's cool. He comes with a bunch of little um, bits and bops, and he's got, like, the uh, the Holy Grail and stuff like that. So it's a pretty cool-looking figure. And that kind of got me... A can of, does he come with a can of Diet Coke? No. You Why? don't even get that... You don't... Oh. No. You're too young to get that joke. Probably. So when Last Crusade came out on VHS, there was a commercial for Diet Coke. Okay. Just like... Just like on Batman, yep. when when Batman came out on VHS, there was that Diet Coke commercial. Yeah. Well, the the commercial for Indiana the Jones okay. was they show like all the Grails and then a can of Diet Coke, and Indy goes over and picks up a Diet Coke, and then the Grail Knight says, "You chose wisely." Oh, jeez. No, I don't remember that commercial. Oh, I remember see, the Batman I one. I know on YouTube. Look. Yeah, I'm sure it's there. Uh. Uh, I picked up the NECA D&D Strongheart, so another guy, another knight. Uh, lots of cool stuff. Comes with a, with a warhammer and a sword with a knife on, on the sheath. Um, the, the helmet opens and closes. Uh, lots of cool details. Very nice figure. Yep. Uh, from a $5 Friday, I got myself a Marvel Legends Agent Jimmy Woo with his mm-hmm. FBI pad uh, badge or... No, and his playing card in his hand for his up close magic. Yeah. No, that is a very cool figure. I actually paid full price for him, and it was he was worth it. It was worth every bit of my five dollars I paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we found at uh, Dollarama the Raw Ten McFarland Battle Snake. I remember when I was looking for these, like when the GI Joe when classified first came out, these were coming out, and it was like. It's a big, like, cobra snake with, like, uh, just a really bad, cool-looking snake. It, fits, it sits in my G.I. Joe's, uh, well, in my cobra collection now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back there on the shelf. That's cool. Um, I picked up a AEW Supreme Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. figure. They were clearing those things out for 20 bucks. At Walmart? Or? Yeah, Walmart had them for $19, so I was like, yeah, I picked that up. And it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Now, oh, well, I guess I guess you've got them in your AEW collection because you really don't have a WWE collection. Yeah. Do you have them all by himself? No, I got him. He's in the middle of the stage. He's holding the mic. He's but uh, he's standing kind of in the, with like I kind of have Kenny and the Bucks out front, and he's kind of with them because he's starting. You know, for now, that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, in the middle of the stage, that little. I would just stage. have him do a Cody cutter. Right off your ring rope, right into Kenny Omega. Take Kenny Omega out. Say, I'm not all elite. I'm going to go finish my story. Uh-huh. Walk out. Uh, and then I got. WrestleMania, 38 days. <laughs> this isn't a wrestling podcast. Oh, that, that, that's, that's next when we have Brent on. That's when we do yeah. our Rushmore of Wrestling. <laughs> But uh, and two more figures. I picked up uh, a couple Star Wars Black Series figures. I got uh, Shin Hadi and Balin Skull. So the two bad guy Force users from the Ahsoka Disney Plus series. I finally watched episode one of Ahsoka. 
Did you finally finish Rebels? Yes. Okay. I went on a Rebels binge. I finished all of Rebels. And I am glad I did do a Rebels rewatch before I watched episode one of Ahsoka. Yeah. I think you could wa- probably watch Ahsoka, but I think you appreciate it more. Yes. Yeah. Because really in the first episode and you find out about Thrawn and, and Ezra and no, you kind of need to watch. Um, At least that last season. Yeah. To have a real connection to Ahsoka, for sure. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, I picked up some comics. I got a new, uh, I bought some comics actually last weekend. I was working a couple copies of uh, McFarlane's Spider-Man number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the regular color version and the one with like the black and silver webbing. Okay, the black and silver. I have um, I have the gold webbing one. Yeah, so that's the one I don't. That's the one I don't have now of those three. That was that was a great book. That that was like it was a top book at the time, and it still sells consistently. And it's not you know it's not a high priced number one or anything like that. You know, they're like ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, no, that that's still a great book. I remember I remember my cousin got it when uh, it first hit the newsstand, and. Uh, I remember reading it cover to cover a bunch of times. Then when I had the opportunity to pick one up, you know, like the artwork is still top notch in that book. And, you know, like the, the heyday of comics when, you know, when comics did move the needle mm-hmm. of the collectiverse. <laughs> but uh, so I picked those up. I happen to be also be wearing, I got a, uh, a T-shirt that for Christmas that has the color version of the cover on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I was wearing it to work that day at the store, and I was like, okay, today's the day I'm going to finally buy, I'll have to buy the cover of the Magic T-shirt, so. Yep. And we had the, since we also had the silver one, I bought that one too. But uh, there was another book that came through, just in the, that's in the back issue bins, we were, you know, bagging and boarding them up, and it was one of the ones from the, uh, the free giveaway that they did back in, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kids don't do drugs. Here's a comic book. Uh, it was issue four, Chaos in Calgary. So it's yep. chaos, you know, uh, which is fine. It's just, you know, we've all seen the first one that's got the Todd McFarlane cover with the kid in New Orleans jersey. Uh, I'd never seen the Chaos in Calgary one. I was like, okay, cool. Nope, I had never had that one. And it, but what caught my attention was it was autographed, mm-hmm. and it was autographed to Ryan. Best wishes. Spider-Man. So if it's autographed with your name on it by Spider-Man, you kind of have to buy it. Um, who was Spider-Man? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> like Brent said, uh, he was telling you, you know, back in the day, they would have, you know, at the grocery store or Walmart or wherever they were handing them out, they'd have somebody in costume that would happen. It's a very nice signature. So whoever did it had very nice penmanship. It's very legible, so I uh, uh, I had to put my five dollars down to pick out that copy that was signed to me. Didn't Eric Larson do that cover? No idea. I'd have to look. Yeah, have to look at it. I I do have Chaos in Calgary. I do have the Edmonton one with the McFarland cover. Yeah. Um, I had that one as a kid. It might still be kicking around my original. Uh, it, it's probably in crappy shape because it's been bouncing around my house and collection over the years. But yeah, like I, I've got like I never got rid of them because I figured they were free books. They weren't worth anything. Yeah. Uh, except for like the McFarland cover, like the Edmonton one. 
<laughs> well, exactly, and that's why. Yeah, it was. You know, wasn't a big. You know, it's a five dollar book. Even at that, with somebody already writing on it, so. But to me, now it's priceless. Yep. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much what I've added to my collection this month. All right. So a few things. So on to the news. What's new in the, the news? The news. Okay, as always, Todd has dumped a whole bunch of stuff on us this month. So, first, the announced from McFarland, we're getting a DC, uh, a new wave of DC powers, the superpowers figures, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these may have already started showing up, even at this point. Because uh, so it's Sinestro, Kilowog, Blue Beetle, Brainiac, Superman, uh, Batman Manga, and then Brainiac's high tech spacecraft with a regular version and a gold label version. The what, gold uh, label. What, what Superman is coming out in that series? Uh, I don't know. Just a Superman. Hmm. Uh, the Brainiac. There's a gold label and a regular version for the vehicle. The gold label version comes with Brainiac, and it's the purple and green paint uh, paint scheme mm-hmm. for him and the ship. And then uh, they're also coming out with the bug, so Blue Beetle's mo- mobile uh, airbase. What the heck did they call that thing? The bug. Is it called the bug? Yeah, that's what it's what called. What did they call him in the movie, the, the Blue Beetle movie? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't like watched Aussie that in a while. or something like that, or it was Aussie Owl Man or Night Owls. Anyways, that's cool that Blue Beetle's getting a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is it, it is it uh, is it Jamie Reyes Blue Beetle or is it Ted Cord? I think it's Ted Cord Blue Beetle. That's cool. the, the figure, not Jamie Reyes, because that would also fit more in line with the superpowers. But then you do have like Sinestro and Kilowog in there, so yeah, and you also have they, like you know, figure superpowers. They came out with a Batman who laughs, so yeah. You know, if they're willing to come out with a Batman who laughs, I think I think they could probably do a Jaime Reyes. Yeah, let's do a quick Google search so I can confirm. Kids, follow along at home and Google yourself. Yeah, it is Ted. It is Ted. Yeah. All right, so when are we going to get a Booster Gold? Exactly. When will we get a Booster Gold? Um, okay, on to, yeah, exactly. That'll be next month. Um, it's a regular uh, McFarland multiverse figures. Uh, we're getting a figure of, a gold label figure of The Rival. It's one of the Injustice Society guys. Mm-hmm. We're getting a Batgirl Cassandra Kane, a gold label version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parallax Green Lantern Glow in the Dark Edition Gold Label Amazon Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Classes, uh, we get a classic look of Batman, Aquaman, and Green Lantern. Uh, these ones are each coming with a digital version because McFarlane is building out their digital toys. Um, and then if you buy all three, there's a digital build a figure. So there's no regular build a figure, but there's a digital one. Uh, we're getting another Azrael. This one's the Curse of the White Knight DC Multiverse Sketch Edition. So it's in that black and white color scheme, so it looks like a sketch. Okay. Uh, Amazon exclusive Green Lantern 2-pack of Kyle Rayner and Kilowog. Mm-hmm. That one looked pretty nice. Lots of uh, cool Green Lantern accessories in that one. 
Uh, Multiverse Frostbite Batman. That one's a GameStop exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC versus Vampires Nightwing. Uh, DC Multiverse Gold Label Wally West Flash. Uh, Black and Gray Nightfall Batman. Uh, First Appearance Batman. And uh, Night's End Azrael. Mm-hmm. So that's the new one in the red the red color, red and yellow color sheet of Fratro. And then uh, just this weekend, Todd announced some some new uh, some Spawn stuff. There's a new 30th anniversary Spawn with Todd McFarlane two pack. Yeah. A 30th anniversary Commando Spawn digitally remastered. So I think in the cartoon style. Okay. There's uh, a 30th anniversary Hell Spawn digitally remastered, and a 30th anniversary Spawn. 300 and uh, number 311 whatever that is i don't know if it's the tip could be based on the cover of 311 maybe probably because um, they just went to issue uh 350 two weeks ago so it came out i would like to uh i, I do dig commando spawn so let's see what the commando spawn looks like and who knows maybe if the price is right pick up a todd with a spawn and put them on my spawn show yeah, I think that one might be a, a McFarland store exclusive, so it'll be a little tougher to get. Because I, I, it's one of those. They should he should just do a regular release of himself, just put it out on the pegs. You know, I've got a George Lucas in a stormtrooper. I could I would buy a Todd McFarland. I've got a Stan Lee. Yeah, so now we just need a Todd. Yeah, there you go. They should do that. Just come up with a, a comic book artist, comic creators, action figure line. Yeah, come out with uh, Jim Lee in there. Oh, give, we, they can come out with a Rob Liefeld. He comes with a little concrete block you put in front of his feet yeah. and give him a lot of pouches. Yeah. Uh, and then, so just the McFarlane adding to their licensing agreements. So recently we talked about that one they did with uh, Page Punchers for G.I. Joe and Transformers. Yep. Uh, they've done a new uh, licensing agreement with AMC. To make more Walking Dead collectibles. Hmm. So with all these new Walking Dead spin-off shows coming out, again, uh, they can start making more toys again. They had the the, uh, the toy line at one time, which was kind of like a four-inch scale figures, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of more like their movie Maniacs line, weren't they? They, they didn't have as much articulation. Uh, no, they had they had a bunch of smaller ones that had some articulation too. I remember there was a there was one that had um, uh, oh, what's his name, the motorcycle guy, Norman Reedus. Hmm? Yeah, Daryl Dixon. Daryl, yeah, there was a Daryl on a motorbike. You could put him on the bike. There was a bunch of different zombies and but they, they were like gray colored figures, I think. So like the comic. Uh, Tomasi Nations has some. Their uh, SH Monster Arts toys. They've got a Kong and Godzilla from Godzilla Kong New Empire coming out. That look really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, oh, wait, now into the good stuff. We're at the G.I. Joes. So today, like we said earlier, was a, G- a, a live stream. We got some name only reveals. We're getting a Saw Viper and Dial Tone. Thoughts. Uh, I know the name. Uh, Dial Tone, I remember the name. Can't picture the figure or the, or okay. the character. 
uh, dial tone. He had black pants with green, like green accessories, like green boots and green. And he's he's a Joe. Yeah, he's a Joe. He had a tan colored shirt with a black vest. He wore a beret and he had a mustache. Was he a communications officer? Yes. Unless, the they're, tone? unless they're really going to screw us up and come out with the, the female version of Daltone, oh. which is his sister. Ah, okay. They were deep cut. Yeah. Saw Viper. Oh, man, that would be so cool if it has the... If they do what they did with the Range Viper, come out with the Saw Viper with the original colors. They were all part of the same vintage. So Saw Viper, Frag Viper, um, uh Range Viper, like, oh, Annihilators, that, that would be very cool. Nice, yeah. Well, we, we like a good Viper, so. Yeah, and plus the Viper came with, like, this huge sniper rifle. And also Saw Viper has, um, it is a, like, it's a group of Vipers, right? Yeah. But in G.I. Joe issue 109 and 113, Saw Viper is infamous, because there was a rogue saw viper where Tom X and Zamot say, take these Joes, because they captured a bunch of Joes, and he says, take these Joes and just get rid of them. So he did. He executed them. And when he came oh. back, because he killed uh, Breaker, Clutch. Um, really? Oh, yeah. He, um, they killed, oh, Quick Kick. Walker, Dodger, like they killed a bunch of Joes, and when they came back, he's like, so did you release the Joes across the border and send them back over to wherever? And he says, no, I took care of them, and they're buried in the desert. And they're like, you idiot, you you killed them? It's like, yeah. And he's like, do you know how much trouble this is going to bring the Joes down on us? <laughs> yeah. So. And, um, we're at war with these guys. Is that not the point? Yep. So if you really want some cool books, pick up 109 and 113. Those are very tough books to get mm. because those are the issues where the stakes really changed for G.I. Joe and Larry Hammond started killing a bunch off. Nice. I'm still looking forward. From what I've heard, Skybound's going to be releasing omnibus or like compendium versions, maybe not hardcover, like, kind of like what they did with uh, Invincible. Yep. I've done those big thick versions. They're going to be doing that with trans the Marvel Transformers run and then Real American Hero. Were they color? Were those compendiums? Were they colorized or like colorized yep. or both? Away? No, they're all in color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a colorized um, omnibus would be pretty cool. Like if they did the first fifty issues or something. Yeah, because like the Joes were always in color, weren't they? Yeah, but some of like Marvel when they were coming out with their omnibuses and, and compendiums like uh, that, the, the oh, floppy they do ones those, that were all yeah, black they, and white. Yeah, no, no. Skybound's always been, when, the stuff they've done when they've done their compendiums is all bad in color. It's yeah. just been printed the same way, yeah. Yeah, like when Marvel came out with those archive editions in black and white, you know how much time it takes to color in all those pages. Man, that's why I never got into them. I haven't got that all that time. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we get some pipeline reveals, which, uh, yeah, these are all going to be must-buys. Yep. Uh, retro Beachhead. Yep. Which, yeah, it's about time. Yes, that's a must-buy, especially now that they're available as a mainline feature. I can pre-order them from GameStop as long as GameStop's still open. I'll be getting that. Um, retro is GameStop still open? What? Oh, you never know. when the, These are pipelines, so who knows when this is coming out and if, you know, 
Well, we're probably going to see it in the next nine months. Is there something yeah. about GameStop you know that I don't? No. Other than I still don't know what they're, they're supposed to be changing the Edge program, right? There we go. Yeah, I saw it frozen. Hopefully it still picked up what I was saying. I didn't really say much, but... Um, and if not, I'll say it again. Yeah, so the Edge program was changing up yep. as part of the thing, so hopefully we get to keep our desk count and all that, but... Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, Cobra, we're getting a retro Cobra Eel, so yep. that'll be cool. They were talking about how it's got a like, slightly different paint job, kind of like how the uh, Crimson Guard... The, the regular release and the retro release were different paint jobs, but similar figures. Um, we're getting a retro snow serpent, which also looked really cool. It doesn't have all the accessories that the last one had, but that's cool because it's a retro. It yeah. still looked awesome. And then they showed off the Cobra Ferret, or the images of the Cobra Ferret and the, that comes with the Cobra Scout, and which is a female driver. Which the ferret never came with a driver before, so it's kind of no. neat that they have a a ferret exclusive figure. Yeah, that's part um, of what they were saying. They designed a new helmet for her that's kind of like a motocross helmet. The other interesting thing is because they said that that was part of the retro line, so I'm I'm curious because like as far as the retro figures, they now they're coming on the deluxe card and all that kind of stuff with the with the bubble. What are they going to do with a retro vehicle? I don't think that's part of the retro line. I just think it was part of the pipeline reveals. No, I th- thought they said part of the retro series. Oh, okay. I don't know. I didn't catch that if they did. That would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe it'll be in a box with a bubble. like the old, or How did that yeah. come in before? I guess it was just a box with nothing, right? Just retro box with nothing because you, you had to build it yourself. Yeah. I just hope it's a wide release. I'm tired of these Hasbro Pulse Store exclusive I want to build it. I don't want to ship it to myself. I want to just go and you know, pre-order it and forget about it, and then be like, "Oh no, all this stuff's showing up." <laughs> uh, and then, speaking of pre-orders, we got our pre-orders for this month, or for this quarter, or whatever. We're getting Doc. Yep. And we see he is not a deluxe figure, just yep. a regular release, which is awesome. Comes with his stretcher and a few other accessories. Um, we're getting Dre- Dreadnought Torch. Yes. We're getting a Night Creeper, which looked really cool. We're getting Jinx. Uh, we're getting Nogdehyde with Pork Belly and Yobo. So his, his, his Wild Boar and his Monkey. Which is Wild Boar never had a name before. So yeah. I have to change because I always kind of gave mine a name of my my nugget so i have to give them a new name <laughs> and then they were showing up so that's the, the pre-orders and then they showed off the there's a new tiger fourth two pack that has tripwire and a new roadblock yeah which i think was the last time we were recording the bunker i think we kind of said that there's probably a chance we're going to see a tiger force tripwire and a tiger force roadblock since they're already they already have them the figures yeah. they were part of the series well, I think they may have been uh, a pipeline reveal. No, but I think we also mentioned it. At, I think like you and I guessing. talked about, you know, like, yeah, yeah. that it only made sense because they have all yeah. the pieces. Well, especially so with like, Tripwire. You know, they had the big release that you've got that has all those cool accessories. and yeah. Well, this is another way of getting that out as a wide release. Yeah. 
And I love Tiger Force. So mm-hmm. now that was it from their stream. But this week or this month, they were leaking that one. Oh, I forget. Oh, I did because I didn't. I did. I did forget it. Go ahead. You can throw it out there. Uh, the Hiss attack team are part of the Hiss subset, which uh, is a new new series. Uh, the Hiss MMS, so the multiple missile launching system or something like that. Anyways, uh, and actually, um, yeah, it's it's kind of neat. So it's actually designed to go with the Hiss. It has a modular hitch that will work on multiple vehicles, so you can change the hitch height. But uh, yeah, connects right up to the Hiss. Comes with a another Hiss team colored figure. Looks yeah, it's very the cool. Techno Viper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I believe it is Techno Viper. So. Yeah, the Hiss Techno Viper, which uh, on our last bunch of pre-orders, the regular purple version of Tech Viper was available. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely cool with more Hiss stuff. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they were I showing it off. They got with Hiss. And oh, yeah, exactly. I yeah. have a feeling they're not going to yeah. get back. So I imagine we'll probably see like a Hiss version of like Saw Viper at some point. Probably. Yeah, I can see every one of the Vipers coming out in the Hiss color scheme. Why not, right? Um, but, okay, so did you see, I'm sure you did, the the apparent, air quotes, leaked images this month? Um, I, saw the leak, I, lo- I saw the leaked images of the packaging for the pre-orders that got announced today. Oh, okay, so the, here we go. If you haven't seen, there are internet images floating around of a two-pack for Mad a Mad Marauders two-pack. Oh, I did see that. With low light and spirit iron knife in Mad Marauders colors and a Mad Marauders color-schemed Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. I did see that. I'm excited for more Sarge. Uh... I'm surprised that there's, like, in-hand figures and packaging for these that got leaked already when they've never been talked about. Unless they were, you know, like it takes a long time for production. So unless they've been working on it and they're they're using it as a surprise. Or perhaps because of Sergeant Slaughter, maybe there's some licensing issues that, mm-hmm. you know, because at times. Um, the contracts you know, and stuff, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we've said it before. We're yeah, we want more Sergeant Slaughter. We want well, more Marauders. So speaking this, about speaking about Sergeant Slaughter, A uh, and E is back to doing the WWE biographies, and Sarge is uh, week two of this new season. Oh, nice! When does the new season of that start? Uh, Sunday, this past Sunday. So the, oh, okay. the first episode was Randy Orton uh, this Sunday, as in uh, March. Third Second. or whatever. Third, yeah, March third. It will be we'll Sergeant be. Slaughter. I am interested in that one because yeah. is it going to be Sarge? Like, how much is it actually going to be about Bob Remus? Yeah. Now, when during the the Iron Sheik, you know, Bob Remus talked about you know his his growing up in Minnesota and and how Sheiky worked for his dad on his roofing company which I never knew about. And, you know, like Sergeant Slaughter got into a lot of trouble 
at times because he did claim to be in military, but he never served. You know, I think that's all past him now. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's probably done. He's pro- Sergeant Slaughter's probably done more for Army recruitment than anything else because of, you know, like, especially yeah. in the 80s with G.I. Joe. For but sure. I am definitely interested to see, you know, the biography to see how Bob Remus started off as a kid and then got into the wrestling biz. But I really hope, I mean, I really, really hope, and this is what I want more than anything, I really hope they touch on G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. How do they not? Yeah. Like, yeah. And the other cool thing is they, they show, like, a quick logo for the Sergeant Slaughter, and it's Sergeant Slaughter kind of done in the G.I. Joe font, and it's over top of, like, red, white, and blue bars. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, dang, I really like that. So, like, <laughs> you know, so I'm hoping... I really hope there is a like it. It is a not a very. It's not a long part of his career. It was only six no. years. Yeah. But to me, his work in GI Joe was as pivotal, and I'd even say more pivotal than his work in wrestling. Oh, especially for getting him into becoming a character that is known in pop pop, pop culture and has lasted. Yeah, if like it was he was just wrestling, he could have easily have faded away to memory by now. Like he 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 had his run in WWE and he left WWE and then he had his run in AWA. During his run in AWA, that's when he partnered with GI Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, what really kind of brought him back into the wrestling was the whole heel turn and Iraqi sympathizer. I think that's what kind of kept him relevant because if he just faded away from GI Joe, like GI Joe itself was dissolved by 1994 and then he never returned to the line until that San Diego comic-con exclusive 25th anniversary figures. And then, you know, like out of favor with GI Joe again because of licensing deals with WWE. And then finally he's back. Um, It's actually quite fascinating as well. You look at him, Sergeant Slaughter is a character. And the fact that he had he owns the license to it. Mm-hmm. It's not WWE. No. And how he can have a successful run within wrestling and have the license and be able to license it to G.I. Joe. And I don't know. I think it's very cool. The I I don't even know what his royalties are. I just hope he made a crap load of money off of it. Um and there's not too many celebrities I get starstruck by, but dang, Sergeant Slaughter was one of them. Because, <laughs> you know, how many times do you get to meet, yeah, I love wrestling, but G.I. Joe is number yeah. one, and you get to meet an actual real-life G.I. Joe. Exactly, yeah. Which, when you were saying that he was made that, uh, mentioned him getting uh, in trouble with people for, like, you know, stolen valor or whatever for not, not serving, but it's like, He's a character. It's a character he plays. Even wrestling, I guess, okay, he li- you know, he lived the gimmick outside of it, but yeah. it's still a character. You don't see people giving Tom Cruise a hard time for, you know, playing Maverick and yeah. not being an Air Force pilot. Well, the only difference is, is Sergeant Slaughter, like, claimed it, even yeah. though, you know, like... And it was a different time when people thought wrestling was more, you know, yeah. was less scripted and planned then yeah i think i think he's probably got a little bit it, it's it doesn't follow him as much now because everyone knows 
wrestling is all predetermined. Yeah. They're all portraying characters, even if they use the real name, that the character of the person is not the real person. Yeah. But, but anyways, we're, and we're a toy on. podcast, not a wrestling podcast. No. Uh, so we another uh, Haya Toys G.I. Joe figure got announced. They're going to be doing a 118 scale spirit iron knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, NECA had a couple little announcements. They're doing a, a run of their D&D Ultimate figures, uh, but as a 50th anniversary edition, vintage card repaints. Hmm. So like that uh, that Strongheart, the night that I bought, they, that's one of the ones they showed off. He's going to be on a card in a bubble with a repaint, slightly, um, slightly redone paint deco and pretty much all the ones they've kind of put out so far in that line, they'll be getting an on-card repaint. Uh, and we got a Universal Monsters uh, announcement. The Bride of Frankenstein Ultimate Frankenstein's Monster 7-inch scale action figure with chair. So we're getting an, a second Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but this time with a chair. And cool accessories. But wait it's Bride of Frankenstein Frankenstein. Oh, bride. oh, wait a minute. Sorry, Bride of Frankenstein Frankenstein? Yeah, so Frankenstein, the monster, Frankenstein's monster from Bride of Frankenstein, mm. in the cha- with the chair. Okay, I wasn't gonna buy any more Universal monsters, but <gasps> oh, uh, speaking of which, which in- the Bride of Frankenstein version is very different than the first version because he has the burned, the burned hair, and wearing the uh, the fur, the fur tunics. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're driving uh, north back north uh, over the next week. Um, if you see an in-color creature from the, you know, from the that line, uh, grab one for me, please. Okay. Because it hasn't shown up anywhere up here. The black and white one's around, but not the color one. And we all know the color one's the one to have. Yeah. Um, Mattel really only had one big announcement. Their Mattel Creations line has a Masters of the Universe Origins rock on. Is what yes. they were working on. Um, Super Seven, we're up to. They announced GI Joe Ultimate's Wave Six with Lady J in a teal-colored costume, mm-hmm. Scarlet in purple, and the Baroness in dark blue. So it looks like a, to me, it's a repaint wave. Yep. Which. Um... The original versions were based based on the colors of like you know like the uh, oh the Baroness and the Scarlet were from like uh, Revenge of Cobra or no sorry the Cobra Mat no was it Mass Device or Revenge of Cobra um, so now they they've got like the regular animated wave so Baroness is in black it's traditional uh, yeah Scarlet colors so. So yeah, so these ones are repaints. So yeah, Scarlet and Purple, Baroness and Dark Blue. So yeah, yeah, I have uh, them in pre-order from uh, uh, Big Bad. Um, trans- we actually have some Transformers announcements. We don't talk a lot of Transformers here. Uh, they have a Haslab going on right now that has been fully funded. Oh, not fully, but it's funded. Uh, tier two, I think, just got unlocked. Tier two just got unlocked. So tier one was a Matrix Blade accessory, which is. Um, a really big sword. So this Haslab is the uh, it's Robots in Disguise 2001 Omega Prime figure. So it's uh, 
I think it was an, it looks like it's an Optimus Prime and a maybe an Ultra Magnus that combined together into Omega Prime, I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, tier two is two combinable global space bridge display stands. So that's a nice display stand to hold the figure. Um, so, from the sounds of things online, it looks like the Legacy line, which has been the current line is uh, of figures, is going to be coming to an end. Its replacement is going to be a re-exploring of the Power of the Primes line, titled uh, Transformers Generations Prime. And with a renewal, a renewed all-generations approach, so kind of what they've been doing, where they've been you know, pulling from the different toy lines and comics and comic cartoons. Uh, but with an emphasis on the 13 and combiners. So some of the early like, leaks, is, looks like there's going to be a whole Studio 86 studio wave of, of Transformers, like uh, of all the Constructicons. So you're going to be able to do a, a movie version, cartoon movie version of Devastator, which could be really big. Well, like, are they going to be, the Constructicons be big enough like it makes sense. Like if they made the Constructicons in like a seven-inch figure, yeah, and essentially you could have a Devastator that's that's like eighteen or nineteen inches tall. Yeah, because so far, like all those ones that are like the eighty-six studios have been all in kind of kind of in scale, uh, like a scale with one another. Yeah. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I was looking. Uh, Walmart had uh, was a Kickjack. Uh, from the Studio 86 line, from like the 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 Kick Jack. Who's Kick Jack? Uh, he was the Grasshopper Insecticon. Oh, okay, yep, yep. A Kick Jack or something is because yeah, I know there was Bombshell, Bombshell, and anyways, yeah, it was the it was the Grasshopper one. Okay, and it looked like he was like much bigger than mm-hmm. before. Yeah. No. It's, it's that 86 scale line is almost enough to get me to buy Transformers again. I've been really cutting back. That's one of those ones I haven't really bought new Transformers in a long time. Well, unless it was a hot rod or something. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, I think the, the last one I bought was the Studio Series Hot Rod, probably. Yeah, which we know how much you like hot rod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, clearly, we know that Hasbro is listening to our podcast. Because when we did our year in review episode last month, and with we talked about things we want this year, I said I want a Frozen Empire Ghostbusters proton wand that'll plug into my proton pack, mm-hmm. and then must have been must have gotten garbled. I haven't listened to the whole episode. I edited it, but I didn't listen. I must have skipped the beat. It must have cut out. Because they've given us a 1984-style neutrino one that'll plug into my proton pack. Yeah, so they're not completely listening to you because you didn't even get even what you asked for. No, that's what I'm saying. They heard me and they just ignored me. But uh, one of the few new Ghostbusters things we're getting is they have come out with so with a new well a new proton one or neutrino one, sorry, that style after the originals, not the afterlife. So would you buy would you buy eighty four to plug in to yep. your okay. okay. I'm just waiting for it to hopefully i you know the only problem like, I'm hoping it shows up at Toys R Us. I'm thinking at this point I don't know if it is or if it will or GameStop. I have gift cards for both places, so that's why I'm hoping that it shows up. Uh, well, right now you, it's, 
then you can take your your other one and donate it to Valley Village or something like that. Well, I, already, and, oh, I can put this line, this one up beside my Maddie Collector 1984 version and do compare the two. Yep. But yeah, so um, that you know, it, seeing them deciding to do that, which is just an easy, you know, like we said, it's a few little tweaks here and there from the one they already made, makes me hope that after the movie comes out and after it's a hit, that we get a Frozen Empire version. Well. Or, Figure two, they have all these people, you know, at least 10,000 people have spent 500 bucks. Yeah. By packs. So. Uh, between that and then from the few of the new little tidbits we're seeing coming out of uh, some of the trailers and imagery of Frozen Empire, you know, where it looks like there's like a, an arm mounted, like little proton gun thing. There's another future HasLab or something, right? So. Which, uh, uh, speaking about Ghostbusters, a lot of the the uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire stuff is starting to hit like targets down here. Oh, really? So it's the, good. Uh, it's basically that that value toy line. So it's the um, it's Trevor, Phoebe, Cassie, and uh, Ant Man in like in that figure. Yeah. Like the, 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 $14 figure. Those ones have started showing up up here. Brent saw the mom today at Toys R Us. Yeah, and then they have a uh, uh, another uh, Ecto-1 Yep. with Slimer. Yep. And then uh, and then also Kenner, the Kenner line of Hasbro has released the, the Fright Features. Yes, those have just started to show up. Uh, I think, once again, Brent, because he had the day off today, I think he said uh, he saw the Peter one today. I saw the uh, the Ray, which was I always love that design of Ray, so I'm like, eh, do I buy I'm, it? I'm tempted. I kind of want those, but I don't want to pay full price for them. Yeah. No, so I sort of passed on them because I'm like, I'm running out of Ghostbuster space. And well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I never bought the re-release of the original Kenner figures, which I kind of kick myself for now, but. Uh, See, those I have because when they came out, I had to have them because, like, the original Ghostbusters, all I had was Peter and Egon. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, I can add add them to the shelf. So I left those mint on card, and, and they're on display with all the Ghostbusters. I am surprised, though, we haven't seen anything, like, no releases or anything about, like, a Plasma series line. I don't think the last one sold well enough for them to be to do do new another one. And there's not unless they do them in like the red jackets or something. There's not a, a lot, you know, to change. Other Except than for like the kids, all, the kids all got older. Yeah, Which, I I'd buy them if they put them out, but I just I don't think we're gonna see them. Actually, uh, my Trevor fell off my shelf and his foot broke off, and I haven't been oh. able to put his foot. So it's like dang. Dang. Um, all right, so movie. Oh, little one more little thing in Ghostbusters news, because um, I'm gonna want to. I want to get these. They've started showing some of the uh, movie theater exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, so south of the border, like AMC or somebody is getting a bunch of these fancy uh, popcorn buckets. There's one that looks like a trap that has lights and lights and stuff like this, and it looks really cool. But it's not gonna be available up in Canada. But what will be available at Cineplex is they've made those like 
you know the shoulder buddies that look like like the salacious crumb that I have that's got the metal thing mm-hmm. you put under your shirt and a magnet and a set them on your shoulder. Yep. They're doing that, but with mini Stay Puffs. <laughs> so I have to have a Stay Puff to sit on my shoulder. Um, do you have anything else from Future Figure? Uh, yeah, we'll get some Marvel Legends, and then that pretty much wraps up. Okay. Uh, so I'll just we'll. we'll, we'll just... I kind of want to circle back and talk uh, talk about GI Joe for segment three. Yeah, uh, no problem. We can, yep. Okay. Oh yeah, let's, let's speed through some Marvel Legends. Um. You know those animated VHS style figures uh, packs from the the cartoons, like the yep. Spider Man cartoon ones. So we're getting a Daredevil and Hydro Man animated two pack, mm-hmm. and a Morbius and Doctor Strange animated two pack. We're getting uh, a just announced retro carded Prowler, that'll be a Walmart exclusive. Uh, also in that kind of cartoon coloring, a retro carded animated head. Um, Carnage with, uh, comes with animated head, axe, and sickle hands. That was mm-hmm. a Target exclusive. Uh, there's a new Wolverine and Spider-Man Fantastic Four two-pack to go along with that Franklin and Valerie uh, two-pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, a second wave of the X-Men 97 retro cards. This one has Magneto, Nightcrawler, Jean Grey, Goblin Queen, Executioner, and Cyclops. Mm-hmm. A Secret Empire Captain America. A Baron Zemo and Arnim Zola two-pack. So is, the Zola is pretty much a re, uh, re-release of your Build-A-Figure that you got from that early Hasbro. Yeah. Now, the Baron, the Baron Zemo... It's interesting because it's, I guess this one's supposed to be like the senior Z, uh, Zemo. Yeah. Um, he's got like the more the draped masked head, mm-hmm. which made me kind of, uh, I saw that and was like, oh, that head, you know, with a little bit of a darker blue and a little bit of touch up, that could be like a nice little, you know, Cobra Commander head. Yep. Which I still want a hooded Cobra Commander in retro yeah. card. And seeing this makes me wonder if maybe we could still get a Cobra Commander hooded head. I hope so. A, oh, this is a nice one, too. Shield 3-pack. Nick Fury Jr., Sharon Carter, and Dum Dum Dugan. Hmm. Yeah. It's a fan channel, so that'll be coming through, like, GameStop and uh, Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, then the latest wave that got announced, so it's Red, Will- Red Widow, Icarus. Black Winter Thor, Superior Iron Man, Wolf's Bane, Cable, and Kazar with a build a figure of Zabu. I did see the cable. The cable looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is that whole wave's an easy pass for me. This hasn't been a, much out of Marvel Legends lately that has really gotten me like, oh, here's my money. Yeah, besides uh, cinematic, I, I really don't care too much about the Marvel Legends. Yeah. Um, oh, I do have one last thing. So, for Rob Liefeld fans out there, uh, his Extreme Universe is getting some action figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloodstrike, Cabot Stone, and Blood Wolf will be coming from Loose Collector Toys. They've been showing off. Uh, first, they showed off some uh, like 3D gray renders, and then they were showing off some digital 
color renders last weekend at some show or something. But uh, uh, we know a few people that are excited about this. Yep. Not this guy, but we do have some friends that are Rob Liefeld fans. Our pal Jack is a huge Liefeld fan. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> uh, and that's it for a future figure for me. Future figures. There we go. Well, future looks bright. We're we're hitting the hour mark. Uh, so when you're talking about talking toys, kind of want to talk a little bit more about Ghostbusters since Ghostbusters. Uh, you said GI Joes. I know. I said GI Joe. Actually, hey, I meant. I'm always happy to talk Ghostbusters or GI Joe. So no, actually, I was meaning I was meaning Ghostbusters because. Uh, it's actually interesting that Ghostbusters originally announced that it was going to be a month today. You know, we're recording this on the 29th. It was supposed to be March 29th that we were going to get Ghostbusters. And I was at Cineplex uh, a week ago, and all the posters were saying March 22nd. So they've actually bumped up the release by a week. Uh, yes, if you had listened to episodes of Tales from, uh, of uh, True North Nerds about a month or two ago, I would have t- you would have heard me say that. Yep, they announced that one got moved up, and then um, there was a couple of some other movies. Something something disappeared from the schedule, which made room. And I think it was I think that Ghostbusters and Godzilla may have both moved up a week. Yeah. Now looking, um, I've been trying to avoid all spoilers or production yeah. notes and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, you can't avoid all spoilers all the time because. People love to spoil things. That's why they're called spoilers. But I would see a few little things show up on Instagram, whether it was on a reel or, or a post. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there could be a couple real deep dives when it comes down to the real Ghostbusters being shown here. Like there, um, there's one clip, like one image I saw in this podcast with a motorcycle with a sidecar. And it looks very close to a motorcycle that was seen in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, like I don't know about that one. I saw that same image, but I'm doing the same thing. Like I watched like the first two trailers that have come out, and then since then, I was like, no, I'm not watching anything else. I just saw online there's new international trailers or commercials uh, that you can watch that have that are showing more. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see any more. I don't want to know any more. But from what a lot of the talk has been is there's a lot of the real Ghostbusters influence to this movie. Yeah, like there there was that one episode where New York got frozen and I think you see Peter wearing a, a red jacket yeah. um, or a red parker or whatever. There's also, I'm also wondering too, because like you get the one image where it's like, was it Gary? Yeah, Gary, uh, uh, Paul Rudd's character. So Gary, Cassie, Phoebe, and Trevor. On the roof. On the roof, but you don't see any of the the, the original Ghostbusters. And I have a sneaking suspicion, and I'm I'm hoping not. Now, again, there could be people out there who spoiled it, and they know for sure. I really hope we don't see... The original Ghostbusters die in this. No, I don't think you're going to get any of them killed off. They've done the Ghostbusters, uh, you know, our main cast dies already. You know, last movie. I don't see them doing that. Yeah. Uh, I hope not. No, I, I can see them getting frozen. 
Yeah, but, but, but surviving. Well, but and then surviving because they're the Ghostbusters and they're getting saved by their friends. You know, like and there was years ago when, um, you know, Bill Murray said he'd come back as Peter Venkman as long as he died. I think he's kind of chilled off on that now. I think so. Um, especially since you came back for Afterlife. Hell, you even he had an even more prevalent character in Answer the Call. Yeah. 2016 or Girlbusters or, you know, the Ghostbusters featuring Holtzman. Um, you know, like, it's like you really can't say you're going to kill off the character because you have showed up in every single Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. Hell, he even voiced the, the character in the video game, which is considered the third Ghostbusters property. Yep. You know, of the originals. So, um, yeah, I really hope they don't kill him off. Um, I also love in the one trailer where you get to see like Janine actually suited up as a Ghostbuster. I'm excited by that. And he makes the comment. I think they go. Finally suiting up Melnitz. Yeah, it's about uh, time. Where... I really hope too. I would love to see it. Please, Rick Moranis, come back and have a cameo at some point. Yeah. Even if it's a bonus scene at the end or something, just it'd be great to see him. Yeah. Like, I get the reasons why he retired from acting. Yep. But nobody stays retired forever. Yeah. Um, it would be nice just to see him come back and just, you know, even even if you find out, like, him and Janine got married or something like that. Like, yeah. something. Like, just just give, give us something about Rick Moranis. Because, you know, I'm huge rick moranis fan like i i love a lot of stuff he did and i just like to see him come back in some facet into the acting world um you know especially if you want to look at it like due to the success of like only murders in the building mm-hmm. and like how like oh, he'd be a martin, great addition to that like martin short having kind of a resurgence and you know martin short or uh, rick moranis and steve martin you know, yeah. with Little Shop of Horrors and My Blue Heaven, so they have good chemistry with each other. Like, I, I, you know, I, again, huge Rick Moranis fan. I hope he comes back. I'd love to see him in another Ghostbusters franchise. I hope, too, that this, you know, Frozen Empire isn't the end of the Ghostbusters. I think that they're, they're laying a good groundwork uh, where they're telling a good story where there is elements of humor, but it is still a a good sci-fi yeah like again ghostbusters and i think we even said this back back in some of the early episodes of the podcast where does ghostbusters sit on the blockbuster video show yeah is it a comedy or is it a sci-fi horror movie yeah well especially back in the day right they didn't have it was either horror or comedy it wasn't really much of a they didn't put it in the sci-fi they put it in the comedy well show. there was also the action like, show too like yeah you know like Robocop and Indiana Jones and Rambo had to live somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, like Ghostbusters, where do you put it? And most times you go, you know, you go into whatever video stores are left. There's hardly any anymore. Um, You know, say like when Cinema One used to be open or say you go into Sunrise Records and you're going to look for the DVD of Ghostbusters, you know, what section is it? So, you know, same thing. Like, what, where, where do you put, (laughs) 
okay, if you sort your DVDs and your VHSs, how do you sort them? <laughs> you sort them by actor or by genre, you know, like my Ghostbusters kind of sit a little, little off to the side by themselves with all the movies and all the cartoons and, you know, yeah. it kind of lives in my franchise shelf. My Ghostbusters have a little spot where it's just Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah. So, like, my I, mom, I, but, yeah, I'm definitely like I am excited. Um, and the little thing you forget that this is the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters two this year. Yeah. And speaking about toys, well, what? No, it's not the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters two. What's that? It's not the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters 2. No, I said it's the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters. It came out in 1984. Okay, so when you said it, though, you said it's the, the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters 2. No, I, no, I, no. I heard it as, no, it's the, as a, it's, oh, like not the number, it, but the, uh, no, as well. Okay. It's the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters 2. It's the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters. But um, speaking about Ghostbusters then, and we want to bring it back to toys, Mattel had the license to Ghostbusters for a very long time. Like before that, it was Kenner, uh, which Kenner was a standalone company, now owned by Hasbro. Yep. You have Mattel. Yeah. Mattel had the Ghostbusters franchise for a very long time before mm -hmm. G before Hasbro got it. Who has better done a better job with the toy line? Mattel or Hasbro? Oh, probably Hasbro, because I would say they've other you know, They've probably put out more toys. Really? When you had all your Maddie Collector stuff? Yeah, but if you look at... Like, I still have my Maddie Collector stuff, and it's good, but... I don't know. Like, eh. I'd say the quality of the toys through the Hasbro is better than Mattel. Yeah. But really, besides the 84 Wave... The 84 slimed wave of plasma, then afterlife, afterlife wave one and two and two pack. That's it. They haven't done anything else. Like you figure, okay, this year, 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters 2. Why aren't we at least getting a four figure wave of Ghostbusters 2 suits? Yeah. No, I, no you're right. I agree. There should be. Um, we're we're we are also cool Transformer combination stuff. With the, cause it's also like the 40th anniversary for Transformers this year. Yep. So there's a uh, Ecto One paint job of Optimus Prime coming out, and an Ecto One with an Optimus Prime paint job coming out, in from uh, those uh, diecast model, uh, the diecast cars. Yep. No, it, it's it's. Kind they of should be doing more, especially yeah. in the movie year. We should be getting more Ghostbuster merch. Yeah, I, I, I really think, yeah, like we're getting the, 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 the kids stuff out, which is cool and everything. But even even if you look at the new kids stuff, it's not the same quality as what the Kenner no. real Ghostbusters. Yeah, I have the original, like I have the Ecto and I bought the, the big, like the, the 84 figures. But yeah, it's not the same. No, 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 agreed. It's you know, a value line. It's made for kids and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I guess that's our talking toy segment. There you go. Yep. We want more do Ghostbusters. Better with, do, do better with Ghostbusters. It's 35th and 40, 40th anniversary. Um, 
Give us more more GB toys. Yeah, give us more adult collectible merch. All right. Well, Ryan, we'll wrap this episode up, especially since it's leap year, so it gave us an extra extra day to do this. Yep. On every other day except for the extra day of the year, where can people find you besides here? Uh, besides here, well, you can find me in this stream on the main show, True North Nerds, where uh, Brent, Jen, Kevin, and I talk nerdy stuff. There we go. And as far as myself, you can find me on all social media under Snowhawk Cosplay, whether it's Instagram or Instagram or TikTok or blah, 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 blahs. Also, you can hear me on the Beneath the Cow podcast on the Cosplay Alliance feed, which you can find us wherever you get your favorite podcast or live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Uh, we... Uh, Beneath the Cow just wrapped up the Black History Month. Um, so we had a lot of great cosplayers on there. Um, actually, and also last night, uh, Beneath the Cow was invited to the Canadian premiere of Dune. Uh, Ooh, nice. I got, I got invited to that, but unfortunately, I'm down here, so I couldn't go. Uh, I believe uh, in... March, uh, we there's now these episodes I'm not on uh, because we're making more space for more uh, for more guests. Uh, so there's uh, Hispanic Month, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. So we have a bunch of great uh, Hispanic and Caribbean cosplayers on there, and then um, we've got a, another cosplayer roundtable and a photographer roundtable. And then we're going to switch up the format of the show uh, for April going forward, where uh, each of the hosts of Beneath the Cow are going to take control of one episode a month. So, nice. So, yeah, I'll be able to uh, talk what I want about talk about what I want to talk about on the show and have my guests and, and curate my own show once a month. So I'm kind of looking forward to that kind of um be able to do what I want to do on on the Beneath the Cow. So yeah, you can check that out on YouTube uh, under Beneath the Cow or under Cosplay Alliance. Uh, I think that's all for plugs. <laughs> now time to throw it over to Rex to take us home. But again, before I do that, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate all your support you do for True Northerners and Beneath, uh, not Beneath the Cow, that's the other guys, uh, Tales from Collectiverse and Rex. It's all yours now. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay. 